All right, man, you know what? You know how sometimes you learn a new word and then you, like, read it everywhere? Yeah. That's how I feel about the name Inyaki. No, like, so... A name that I had never heard until, like, the One Piece live action came out. And then, just last weekend, I met your friend Inyaki. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it was the opposite, right? So I've known Inyaki for, you know, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And he was the only Inyaki I'd ever heard of. And then uh, I was watching Hassan, and he was watching something, One Piece. And I saw, like you know, on the YouTube title, it said, you know, introducing Inyaki, whatever. I was like, there's another one? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to sound probably xenophobic. Like, I, it's not like a name like Katu, right? It's a name that people have. Yeah, at least two. Yeah, I mean, there are not a lot of Katus. This is, I have a very weirdo name. Well, again, that, at least two. Yeah, look. Hi, welcome. We're One Pod, the One Piece live action recap podcast. The only TV recap podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, that's about One Piece. And I was shocked that this podcast title wasn't already taken. But then I remembered nobody in their right mind is going to do a podcast about a 1,070 episode anime series. Right, but now that there's an eight episode one, that's way more doable. That's, that's for us. More manageable number. All right, so let's introduce ourselves. I'm Katu. Um, Katu King. I'm a One Piece fan. I'm here with my friend Stevie, who is a One Piece novice. He's not familiar with the anime, hasn't read the manga. Yeah, like, uh, back when I was uh, a young teen and they did the American Shonen Jump, Mm -hmm. I did read a couple of those, um, and so I, I, 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. read bits of the beginning and then started kissing girls. So, just lost track. See, I, I mean, I didn't get into it as a kid. Like, I'm going to say this up top so nobody can claim that I'm stealing Valor, but I only got into One Piece, like, in my mid-20s because I went through a breakup, or I was going through a breakup, and just something within me clicked, and I was like, I'm not afraid of commitment. Watch me start a thousand-episode anime. Right, and also, sometimes after a breakup, you want to take to the seas. And, you know... Honestly, you do want it. I want to take to the seas so bad right now. Yeah. Mostly because it's a million degrees here in New York City. Yeah, no, my, my, my main goal for, you know, next week when I get back is uh, to cash in on all of my friends who have boats, who have not taken me on their boats yet. Um, you know, and one of my friends invited me to uh, shoot guns off his boat. Never shot a gun before, but, you know, having gotten into this whole it's pirate thing, awesome. shooting guns off a boat. Yeah, that's what they do in One Piece. Yeah. They're just, they're shooting guns off boats all the time. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll find a devil fruit. Maybe you'll find a devil fruit. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so, the One Piece live action. It starts 22 years before the main story at the execution of Gold D. Roger. Gold D. Roger. Yeah. And that's where we get the most important character in One Piece. Ask D. Question. The guy that yells out, Gold Roger, where's your treasure? And then he hits them with the famous wealth, fame, power. Mm-hmm. That whole little speech. Right. Um, I loved it. No. I, I thought, I thought it, like, there's no other way to start One Piece than with Gold Roger's execution. Sure. Yeah. No it's, other way that I know of. Look, there's, there's no, you have to start it there. It's the perfect, it's the perfect place to start. Really, I felt, and now I'm very biased, but I'm like, it gets you invested in the world right away. Yeah. You're in it. You start with a literal call to action. Literal call to action. Um, I will say, though, so 
my my good friend Morgan, who actually was into One Piece as a teenager, mm -hmm. um, so she told me, she's like, oh, Netflix is trying to make this their Game of Thrones. That's what Netflix is doing with this property. It's going to be their, like, big fantasy. And I was like, I don't know. One Piece is kind of silly. I don't know if they're really going to go there, mm -hmm. like, direction-wise. First scene. Mm -hmm. First scene. I was like, God damn it, Morgan's right. She was right. They're yeah. trying to do a Game of Thrones. The way that, like, the title sequence all mm -hmm. felt very, like, big, epic. Right. Which is a bit of a... I mean, it, it's a tonal shift, but... Yeah, like, I'm glad they didn't go, like, a tone Game of Thrones thing and try to do, like, a serious One Piece, because that'd be... I mean, I feel like this is a... I mean, serious is so subjective. But this mm -hmm. is, in some ways, a serious One Piece. Well, I mean, so it can't be as goofy as a cartoon. Uh, of course not. There's, like, physical limitations. Right. And, you know, I think they did a good job of bringing it into live action without being, like, we're gonna grimdark it, make it, like, you know, super serious or super, like, realistic. Oh, yeah. Like, it's still fantastical. There's, like, the, mm -hmm. the, the snail phone on the boat, like... Oh, hell yeah. I was... I can't... Man, I was even gonna wait. The snail phones. They're called transponder snails. Okay. Or in Japanese, they're called den den mushi, which is much cuter, but... Right. I'm American. I'm gonna say transponder snail. Yeah. But... I, I love that. Yeah. I was a little... That's one of the things where I was worried, because they're creepy. Mm -hmm. And they're so creepy looking. Yeah. They're so creepy looking. And that's one of the things like, man, is that going to, like, turn people off? Who cares? I don't know. I watched, um, I watched this episode, the first couple episodes, with Sarah, who mm -hmm. has also, like, no familiarity with One Piece. Right. And she loved them. Yeah, no. <laughs> she loved them. So... Yeah. Yeah. A little bit something off Mighty Boosh. Yeah. It is feel it is it is a little Bushian. Yeah. Honestly, I wanna say, like, Garb's whole character could be a Mighty Boosh character. Is it just because he's British that I'm saying that? Just because he's Scottish? Is that that the the fail son? That's the old guy. Old guy. Although the fail son's Bushish as well. Yeah. The fail son's playing a little Bushian as well. Yeah. So the old guy Garp? Garp, yeah. Who's God, which, He's the old man. He's the old man. Do you even see him in episode one? No, I don't think so. Because right. that's not familiar to me. My brain has like. Yeah, I mean, you have you have in your brain more than one episode, and also the anime. So like, right. also it's look, it is ninety eight degrees in this apartment, probably. Yeah. My brain is frying. I'm schwitzing. Like my my brain's not doing well, but yeah. we get a bunch of stuff. We get like a bunch of very pointed shots of various pirates. Mm hmm. Um, oh yeah, I mean they're, they're definitely cluing in on someone's gonna be important later. Yeah, yeah. You get like a couple guys that show up later in this season. Mm -hmm. There's also okay. There's also this lady, and there's yeah. a lot of conspiracy about who this lady is. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of fan talk, but I think they just. Uh, what if she's just cool looking? Right. That's the thing because if she like. No matter which character she's supposed to be, it would be a pretty major redesign of the character. Yeah. Well, but also it could be something where she's just a cool-looking extra and then right. and then later becomes a new character for the show, kind of like how Boba Fett like was basically just an extra in in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Like, you know, he was he was a he was a featured extra more or less. And then he was so cool-looking that uh, you know, they started 
coming up with with a backstory and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt, okay, I doubt they'll do this because adding characters to One Piece in the live action when there's so many fucking characters in One Piece already is crazy. But it would be kind of funny. It would be, it would be really funny if they did that. Keep, keep the fans guessing. Keep it, keep and get, I, I do think, like, part of me's like, I think this woman's just hot, like. Right. I think they might have just done a focus shot because she looks really piratey. Right, you know, and, and people just assume that if someone's hot, they're important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, what that's not always the case, yeah. you know? Some, I'm so you know unimportant. What? Sometimes, just because you get, like, a like a focus shot in a crowd scene of, mm-hmm. a, of a TV show doesn't mean you're actually an important character. Maybe it's, it's your true. red herring. Right. Maybe it's, um... Who knows? Who knows who that is? We'll find out. Luffy's mom reveal. That's what some people think. Okay. That's what some people think. I'm not going to get too into the conspiracies because there's no point. Right. Especially because uh, I would not know what exp- any of them And explaining it would be so stupid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, th- this scene goes hard. Yeah. I, I almost have nothing to say about it because I'm like, it's just good. Yeah. And honestly, like, so... Oh, I, I, I do. I have something to say. Uh horrible way to execute someone yeah, with no. the two pole axes. I thought they were going to do like a, a, a combo beheading. Yeah. Like a scissor. A, like scissor, a scissor, scissor scissor to the neck. I, do, I feel like that would be hard too to get them like right on path with two guys. Yeah, but I mean... Well, I'm sure they practice. Right, and also, it's a fictional show. They can do whatever they want. That's true. That's true. You know? We don't have to um, overthink it. This is, a, this is a show where a guy, where a little kid ate a fruit and now he can, Mr. Fantastic is basically mm-hmm. invincible. Like that's... You know? Yeah. But let's talk about that. World's our oyster in this motherfucker. Let's talk about the game. We gotta move on. Yeah. We gotta keep it going. We gotta... It's time to talk about Monkey D. Luffy. That's... Yeah. We, next scene, mm-hmm. after that, we meet Monkey D. Luffy. He's on his little baby boat. Yeah. Um, Scrappy, um, resourceful young man. Resourceful young man. Um, immediately the boat's fucked up. Yep. yep. Immediately the boat's fucked up. He has to jump in his little barrel. Mm-hmm. Um... Cute scene. Mm-hmm. Glad I like it. Yeah. Um, don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't love Luffy narrating, but you know, he gets. Well, the thing is, he, he wasn't actually narrating. He was just speaking to the bird. Yeah, he was talking to the bird. So it was a it was a fake out. Uh, the one thing that I I do think is kind of fun, uh, and and adds to his whole underdog thing is that like he's doing the classic heist, putting a team together thing, mm-hmm. except that uh, you know. No one knows who he is. He's not like the the expert, like who's been doing this fifty years, who's no. coming out of retirement for one last job. He's a teenager. He, he's a teenage <laughs> doofus. He's a dumbass. Right, and un- until uh, they figure out his whole, uh, you know, plastic man uh, mm-hmm. spiel, or you know, uh, not the right word, but you know what I mean. Uh, until they figure out his his whole thing, um, they, you know, completely underestimate him or. If he didn't have the power, properly estimate him. Yeah. Um, and don't want to join the team. Um, which, like, it's it's a cool inversion of that that tried putting a team together thing. Um, oh, yeah. And side note, I do one thing I do love about sort of the 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 tone of the show and like some of the choices they've made is it's really like not or rarely since the eighties has there been this sort of like you know, P, early, like early PG-13 or late pre-PG-13 PG 
like adventure but movie. This is PG thirteen. Right. But oh, wait, I'm, but I'm, 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 we're I'm, gonna get into some no, of the PG thirteenness. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is like where it's there's a lot for kids and teens, mm-hmm. but they still say shit. Like they, yeah. you know, like there where it's, you know, uh, a fun adventure that doesn't have to like dilute itself for children. So I will say one thing about. Yeah, we'll get into this in a little bit. But One Piece, the One Piece manga mm-hmm. is very much like the creation of one guy. Mm-hmm. And for better or for worse, um, the target audience is always 15-year-old boys. Right. A, a lot of people outside that demographic like it, but he is never forgetting that the target audience is 15-year-old boys. Right. And I, I don't know if the TV show does either, mm-hmm. but it is a little different. Especially because, okay... I was going to wait to bring this up, but, like, One Piece, the, uh, One Piece, the manga, mm-hmm. is, again, the vision of the mind of one man. Mm-hmm. And that one man is heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Okay? That man is straight. Right. I think there were, there were some female directors. This mm-hmm. episode, this first episode, was not directed by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, um, directed by... Mark Jobs and written by Stephen Medea and Matt Owens. And I swear to God, I bet one of them is gay. One of them has to be gay. Oh. One of them has to be gay. This is like the whole vibe of this adaptation of One Piece compared to the original manga that's like a major tonal shift mm-hmm. is, and we're even, we're a little too early to talk about this in the timeline of like what happens in the episode. But this is. It realizes what is attractive about men. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I don't think Oda knows. Especially, I don't think Oda thought about how suggestive it is that Zoro puts that third sword in his mouth. Right. The people that made this TV show definitely thought about that. And that's just one of the... Okay. um, Not something I didn't think about, but, you know, I can see it. It's very suggestive. I don't know, I'm so straight. That's, again, the straight man brain. Yeah. You're thinking, you're not thinking... And the thing is, I, like, you know me. You know that, like, I don't have, like, I don't have the most straight man brain of a straight man in the sense of things that don't have to do with, like, actual sexuality. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean I'm gonna catch everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm talking about in terms of actual sexuality. Right. But, okay, while we're talking about... Well, there's gay, a little both. While we're talking about gay dudes... Right, yeah. Uh-huh. While we're talking about gay dudes... Mm-hmm. Um, so Luffy washes up on Alvita's ship. He's got yep. he's in this little barrel. That's where he meets Kobe. Right. Um, little homosexual Kobe. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely got. <laughs> he, he did Tim Zesty. He's little. I think he's playing it like he's in love with Luffy. Yeah. I think he's playing it like he's in love with Luffy. Yeah. Or like maybe he doesn't he doesn't know whether it's love or friendship because he's never had either. Yeah, they're out there. They're on the. They're on the. Um, the girl ship with the girl pirate. And, right. and everything's pink. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, I do want it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you took to the seas, I'm sure it'd be something. Mm. Some combination of that and, like, uh, Selena Kyle's apartment from Batman Returns. Like, if you put those together into, yeah. a, into boat form. I want Selena Kyle's apartment from Batman Returns. Who so doesn't? All I, I mean, the thing that I have is that my apartment's, like, small and gross. But it's not pink. It's not even that. It's even like a normal size apartment yeah. for Brooklyn. Like I live in a normal apartment. Yeah. Look, folks, I live in a normal apartment. Yeah. 
But you have two dressers. There's a lot of apartments in this neighborhood that couldn't fit. That's because one. I have too much shit. That's because. But I'm saying the, the fact that they fit in the space. That's true. That's true. The fact that I'm allowed to have too much shit is a huge is a huge privilege that I should be checking constantly. Right. Uh, in, you know, in Brooklyn, New York. Right. Some people live in glorified walk-in closets. I used to. Oh yeah. I used, my first. My We've first, all been there. My first apartment in New York was six feet wide. My first bedroom was six feet wide by like nine or ten feet long. God, I'm trying to imagine Johnny in there. So that's the thing. So Johnny, Johnny's my brother. Johnny visited me in that apartment, uh-huh. and I slept at the time on a twin mattress that was pushed up like against the six foot end. Yeah. And he comes in. He tries. Just he tries to lie down in the bed, and he can't. Right. He does not fit. Oh, my God. My friend Charlie's 6'8". Jesus I'm Christ. I'm trying to imagine that. Yeah. Some people are too big, actually. All right. Now, getting off the topic of, of, of tall men in small spaces. Yeah, let's talk about short kings. Yes. Kobe and Luffy. Yes. Kobe and Luffy, two short kings. Is Luffy short? I mean, he, in the in the manga and the anime, is. I'm sure, but like on the show, he seems like average height. Yeah, I don't like, know. He reads to me as like 5'9"-ish. Five, five, that's probably true. So, like, um, in the lore of the manga, mm-hmm. uh, Luffy is 5'8". Okay. He's 5'8", which is, so like... He's, he's, like, a, you know... I... Okay, first of all, he, he's disclaimer, a, I think 5'8 is the right height for a man. Um, okay. Controversial take. Contra- well, no, I'm... For, I think that's the correct height. Well, for, probably for, to date you, yes. To date me, for sure. Yeah. Um, and Luffy's 5'8". Mm-hmm. Uh, Luffy's five eight. Kobe's five two. He's really short in the in the manga. Um, yeah, and the show always seems more like I don't know five six. That's yeah. He prob- that actor probably is five six. Yeah, I mean because you can't yeah. just have Danny DeVito. Well, you could. You could. And maybe <laughs> should Danny honestly. Danny DeVito as Kobe would be. So, I'd watch it. So funny. I would watch it. So fu- he's playing a child, and he's just like. Yeah, oh, it, it's okay. like it's like the 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 Sh- Dynasty episode of of. Uh, Always sunny. They just put like a wig on him and just like yeah, don't just address put a wig it. On him. Have him be like. Yeah, have him be fifteen. Like just have, fuck it. Have, I. You know what? I don't really know how old Kobe's supposed to be. This whole time, it is giving a little child soldier. Yeah. Like, because spoiler alert, he joins the Marines. And yeah. Oh, well, his name's one letter away from Coney. <laughs> All right. There. Okay. Here's a, there are so many One Piece characters that there is a One Piece character with your name, with your job, any description of you, like. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking specifically with me. There's a hotel manager named Stevie? That's wild. No. Well, I mean, there is in real life, but... No, no there's the a... Um, there's so many. There's so many One Piece characters. Mm-hmm. They have fashion designers in One Piece. Anyway. Man, so, Kobe, child soldier. <laughs> yeah. Kobe 2012. Kobe 2012. I was going to say, is there a Kony in... One Piece? I wouldn't be surprised if there was. Who's to say? We got Kobe. There's a girl called Konis. Mm. Bad name, by the way. Her parents did not Bad. like her. I hate that name. I hate that name. Konis. Oh, okay, wait. So, in the lore of the manga, Luffy's supposed to be, like, 5'8". Mm. And... Which is, like, normal. Yeah. And all of... It's, it's the height of a normal person. But... As the manga goes on, they just get wild and wacky with the heights. Mm-hmm. And for, like, a completely... For completely unexplained reasons, a human, like a regular human, not a... They're giants, they're fishmen, who can get right. bigger. Of course. And you'll be introduced to them Grand. a little later in this series. Uh-huh. But a regular human in One Piece can be, like, up to 10 feet tall and live 140 years. And right. And the women are pregnant for 20 months. It's too many. That's too many. 
Oh my god. Um, yeah. Well, you know, one thing. One thing about Luffy, right? He shows restraint that a lot of uh, short to average kings would not. He can stretch. Yeah. He could be any height he chooses. That's true. He could be ten feet tall just because. I mean, I think that speaks to like Luffy's asexual nature in the manga. Mm-hmm. But okay, it, I don't know if this is appropriate to say. I don't think that the show live action Luffy reads as asexual. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that he reads. This is, I feel like. This I, but I don't think he reads as not asexual either. No, I have to, okay, this is me being a creepo. I have in my notes uh, that, because I think that actor, that mm. actor who was a minor when this was filmed, I think, mm. but I think that actor has got, like, a little bit of riz. Yeah. He's got, like, a little bit of riz. Well, I th- see, that's the thing. I don't think that, that it's that he's reading as interested in anybody. Yeah. But that he could, he's if, like he, a if, little, he, if he so desired. He's, like, a little charming and flirtatious. He's, like, he's flirting with Kobe a little bit. He's flirting with both Nami and Zoro. That's what I have in my notes. Is like yeah. Luffy rivsing up Nami and Zoro. I mean, I think he's just he's just charming. I think he's a, yeah. I think he's a very. I mean, he's a very charming actor. That kid. Yeah. But like, I feel like if if you brought up to the character like you flirted with him, he's like fuck is flirting. Yeah. I'm trying. Maybe. I'm trying to be too piracy. I want them to join my pirate team. That's definitely what it's supposed to read as. Yeah. I'm being a weirdo about yeah. it. Um. No, I mean he—he he, he is definitely charming. He's definitely—he's definitely—he's definitely got a little bit of riz. Right. And like, cause I don't think—I don't think Kobe's out of his mind for being in love with Luffy and being like, oh, maybe there's something here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but honestly, even if oh. he, even if he didn't have riz, I feel like getting rescued from your like yeah. tormentor and being brought to like your dream job. Uh, or just being on like a little boat for several days with someone. Right. So it's a—it's a little bit of like um, not Stockholm syndrome, but. Whatever it is when you fall in love with someone after getting trapped in a fucking box or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if there's a syndrome for that. I'm not a psychologist. I'm a hotel manager. Yeah. Normal. And an alcoholic. I think that's normal. Um, I, think, I think that's normal. Yeah. But man, I don't know. I don't have much to say about the Alveda fight. We get to see the gum gum fruit. Yes. Um, I don't think the special effects are bad. I think they look fine. No. Like, I think they really did a, a good job of... Like, not trying to make it too realistic, but also making it look like something that you can touch. Yeah. Okay, but now we get to some other parts that I'm, that I want to talk about. All All right. right. We're introduced to fucking Zorro, baby. Yup. We're introduced to Zorro. Yeah. Um, he is, he just immediately buys someone. Yeah. Great fight choreography. Excellent fight choreography. Yeah. Kind of threw out. Yeah. Immediately, immediately catches a body. Yeah. Major tonal shift for the manga. I'll say this for the for any manga readers listening to this: there is not a ton of actual killing in the manga. Yeah, the, the, I, I I could I could see that being the case. And then, like immediately, he just slices somebody in half. It's like not your mother's one piece. Yeah, no, that like that scene, the fight choreography kind of reminded me of uh, Equilibrium. Yeah, and then, which like is really. Like a movie for um, dumb guys and or high school freshmen who really think it's smarter than it is until they read the books that it's cribbing, but is really fucking cool looking. It just is cool looking. Oh yeah, it is. It's a very it's a very cool looking fight scene. Yeah. Um, 
So I, like, I also think it's like so incredibly dark that he just brings the top half of that corpse to a bar with him. Yeah. And then puts it on the stool next to him. Or does a drink for it. Or does a drink for it. Yeah, I, I like Zoro so far. Especially because he's so over the top brooding. That oh, like, yeah. it, like you can just see how great of a, a foil he's going to be to uh, like unrelentingly optimistic Luffy. Yeah. Yeah, I think they I think they play it up. They, the Zoro in the live action is a little bit of a different character than the Zoro in the manga. Okay. Uh, partly because I assume he has a massive body count. In both. And I need that both ways, baby. Yeah. I am, I am getting, I am getting sexual with it. Speaking of getting sexual with it, uh-huh. in the bar we're introduced to uh, the character that gets the most sexual with it in this episode. That's Helmeppo, the Draco Malfoy ass. Oh yeah. Kid. Yeah, the the fail son. The fail sign. This yeah. okay. This actor is great. Oh yeah, he's great. He is acting like the rent is fucking due. Yeah. Oh, he is. There's... He he is chewing the scenery in huge bites, like the fucking TikTok broad who eats the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Like, it's, he... it's 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 this like, one like your, unhinged. That's your for you page, babe. No, I don't get on <laughs> TikTok. No, I saw it on Twitter. All right. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. The website formerly. Yes, the website formerly known as Twitter. Elon Musk should have gone the Prince route and made a symbol for it that's like unpronounceable. He did. X is very pronounceable. Oh, well, yeah. And it's a symbol we've already seen. It's not a new symbol. He didn't invent that. He needs to make a new symbol. But anyway, uh, it's, you know, this like, I don't know, Staten Island or Jersey or Long Island woman who like uh, just basically unhinges her jaw and eats a whole sub at once. Um, And I was just like, why would you ever do that? But the guy, the, the guy that plays, but the he's chewing the scenery <laughs> on this level. All right, <laughs> he, he chews the scenery. He also unhinges his actual fucking jaw. Right. Like I, he opens his mouth to laugh, and it he looks like the fucking screen painting. He's he's doing it Muppet style. It's he's really doing amazing. It Muppet. He's getting silly with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he really. Do you, I think El Muppo's a quirked up white boy busting it down sexual style? Yeah. I, I think, uh, probably. I think so. No, no, think about it. He's a quirked up white boy. The, well, the thing is, I could see him, because of his extreme failed child tendencies, yeah. to get almost there and constantly snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Sexual style? Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, I, I could see him having the highest 90% complete rate of getting laid in the Marine base. That's probably true. Well, although, you know, okay. I'm going to talk about more of him as the, se- as the season goes on. And mm. specifically, I'm going to talk about more, more about what I think El Mapo's thing doing. Do it squirt? <laughs> Do it you know, I, I, know, I, know I, I know I brought it up, but ew. Yeah. No, I th- okay, look, I think El Mapo, let's just say I don't think he's asexual coded. No, um, no. I, I think I think he's extremely horny coated. I think he's horny coated. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he falls on the Kinsey scale, like. Gay. <laughs> gay. I think probably m- mostly gay. Mostly gay. But I I think you know any port in a storm. I mean, it's the navy. Yeah. He's in the navy. Right. You um, know, but I, I think he's mostly content with being around mostly men. Yeah. More or less. Should we just, while we're talking about Mostly Menace, we also get introduced to Nami. Right. One second, I'm going to grab beers because I'm out. You're almost out. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Oh, there we okay, go. we're beered up. Yep. Beers, beers are happening. Yeah, we're so back. Yeah. We're um, so back. So, 
You were Wait. about to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. We were going to talk about Nami. Yes. But when I was when I was doing all this, I forgot. Hmm? In between the bar scene and um, the Alveda scene is hmm? the Shanks flashback. Yes. Talk about first thing. Shanks played by played by Peter Good. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It starts with a G. It's either Godoy or Godwat or some shit like that. But, no, no, Godoy. That that's that's Inyaki's last name. No, this guy's also... Are they related? He's also got a G last name. Yeah, it might be a different G last he's name. Got a, it's a definitely a different G last name. It's not yeah. a Spanish G last name, it's a French G last name. Okay, I was about to be like, are they... Is that like his real son? That would be... Um, that would be a really young... Like, a really young father, I think. Nephew? I think he would Oh, it's a, actually close. Okay. Gadio. Like, Gadio. G-A-D-I-O-T. Okay, Godoit. <laughs> but, 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 but Inyaki's last name is... G-O-D-O-Y. Yeah, so they're like, right, yeah. yeah. Maybe etymological similarities. Who knows? Yeah, they probably had some, like... Ancestors in common. Some, some ancestors that were brothers in, like, the Roman period. Yeah, some, like, Gallic yeah. guy. Some, some like, ancient Iberians who yeah. were related to each other. Last name Godot. People were sick of waiting for him. And then, yeah. yeah. So, so they... People were sick of waiting for them, so they split the family in half. Right. On either side of the Pyrenees. Right. Uh, okay, anyway, Shanks flashback. Yes. Played, played by Peter Glever, Peter Godot. PDG. PDG. Played by PDG. The reason I bring this up is because mm-hmm. when I watched this with Sarah, she immediately clocked him as being the guy that played Adam in Yellow Jackets. I didn't pick that up. I got fooled by the red wig. Ah. I got played. Now, I started watching Yellow Jackets and, and never finished the first season. He's the guy that fucks Melanie Linsky. Yes. And that's, so all I want to say, that dude, killer filmography. Yes. That is the filmography to die for. The only two things I know him from are being Shanks and fucking Melanie Linsky. Which are two things that I would love to do. Two things that I would love to do. What a career. Yeah. Come on the pod. (laughs) Come on the pod. I'll learn how to pronounce your last name if you come on the pod. Right. That's, that, that's the, that's the one pod promise. The one pod promise. Any actors from the show, we will... Learn to properly pronounce your name if you come on the if pod. If you come on the pod after the actor strike is over. Right. Come on the pod. Oh, because, yeah, because it would be considered Cause, promotion. Because it would yes. be considered promotion. Yes. Um, um, yeah, workers of the world unite. We are in solidarity yeah, with your, with your strike. We're here. We are in solidarity of the actors and the writers of One Piece. Yeah. And really anybody else who's on strike right now. Yeah. Yeah. The UPS drivers, they avoided that. But if they did strike, I would have been here for it. Yeah. All right, I kind of wanted them to strike. Yeah, honestly, I, I saw the I saw the tweets, I saw the photos of the UPS workers ready to go. Yeah, and I was like, "Let's go, boys! Let's strike!" Yeah. Oh my god, if the if the Teamsters at large decide to strike, oh my god, I, I can only come so hard. You know, my friend Kate's a Teamster. Is she? Yeah, she's a Teamster. Did not know that. Yeah, she's in the union. Anyway, yeah. Shanks. You know, trying to teach Luffy about de-escalation. Yeah. You know, semi-successfully. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it would have been more successful if he didn't gain the power of basically invincibility. Yeah. Um, because really, you don't have to de-escalate if you can't be killed. No. You could choose to if it'll be beneficial to your friends, which I feel yeah. like is, you know, what he's what he's learned over the years is the power of friendship. Yeah, you you have to de-escalate to keep the power of friendship. Because he's invincible, but his friends, vincible as fuck. Vincible, they're very vincible. Yeah. I, I think child Luffy, as far as child actors go, strong. Okay, all right. Because, like, 
I'm not I saying he's the best performance in the show, but like, child actors notoriously not that great. Yes, and because kids, kind of just not that smart. I've got a bad news for you. There's kind of a lot of child acting in One Piece. It's, uh, the quality, I assume, is variable. The quality is pretty. Honestly, the quality of the acting overall is kind of variable. That's true. Like, the quality of the acting in One Piece, like, you've got some people, like... Everyone's kind of on a different show. A lot of people are on different shows. Which somehow works. And I don't... There are no performances in the first episode that I hate. I'll say that. Right. There are some that I love. I, mm-hmm. I Obviously, I think Inaki stands out. Yeah. His cousin, PDG, yeah. is also really good as Shanks. Yeah, and very, like, peaceful, charming, kind of, like... Runner-up, like, yeah. sleeper, best actor, fucking Helmeppo guy. Yes. Helmeppo unhinged chug guy. Right. Just really going for it. Um, now, one, I don't think he did a bad job, mm-hmm. but if uh, Axe Hand, yeah. if that actor was replaced by the guy who he's clearly modeling his performance off of, which is the main villain from Avatar. That would just really... Yeah. You know. He's doing a good job. He would be so good, yeah. Don't get me wrong. He would be so good if he was just a little, a little more serious with it. Or just a little more, like, arrogant with it. Like, like, in this... While we're talking about Avatar... Okay. While we're talking about Avatar, is Helmeppo not what Spider from Avatar 2 would have grown up into... Had he not been abandoned? Oh, yeah, no, if he went back with the humans? If he went back with the humans, he would have just been Helmeppo. He's also yeah. got long and blonde hair, too. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, but he, he had to be semi-feral yeah. and, and raised by a good family. Yeah, thank God which he got usually adopted exclusive, into the Navi. Because he would have just been Helmeppo. Right. With that, with that dad? Mm-hmm. Because they're kind of the same guy. Right. And they're also, like, single-ish fathers? Yeah, well, I mean, so... Should I close my window? Is it too loud outside? We're going to get better audio, maybe. <laughs> that, you know? That's, a, that's the one pod promise. Is, is that, that we, we may get better audio. We might get better audio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chances are that we might. Yeah. It might happen. To quote Papa Roach. It really might happen. Man. Yeah. We meet Nami at some point. We can talk about that. Yeah. Because I, I will talk about Avatar 2 for the rest of this podcast. Oh, yeah. No, this will become... An Avatar podcast. This will become the, so will become the Avatar two cast. Just with incredible speed. Oh yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I was. I'm sad that um, the main guy from Avatar he usually comes, stays at the hotel, with his wife like twice a year. Um, the, the Australian guy. Yeah, but oh, good um, for him. Yeah, but I think this year uh, he's probably recording like filming Avatar. Ooh. Well, no, because they're on strike. Oh yeah, why? He's on strike. He's never. He's a, He's not filming anything right now. Yeah, then I'm just sad. Yeah. You know. Maybe maybe he's not coming because he doesn't have money because he's on strike. Although I mean, he no, I mean, must he, have, he must be like infinitely rich from the avatars. From the avatars, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know what else he's done that would have made him talk about guys. With the Terminator. Talk thing. about guys with a killer filmography. He's done only Avatar. Right. That guy has been in nothing else. No, I think he's in the one of the Terminator things. That rocks. Killer filmography. Yeah. Uh, he's got, going up there with PDG, with the best. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, he's so likable in, like, a weird, like, generic way. Yeah. That, like, in spite of his, uh, struggles 
let's say, uh, he's, he's, to do an American accent. He keeps Marine getting cast too. as Americans yeah. repeatedly. He's a Marine, too. He's got American physiognomy. Let's start with Zorro. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> Great good, good segue back in. All right. Although we're supposed to be talking about Nami, we haven't talked about her yet. She gets that's introduced. That's true. Yeah, let's not she be sexist. Is, let's let's she, let's let's give, let's, let's give the, the the woman. I love Nami. No, she's great. The only thing is, her wig is really bad in this episode. Seen the whole series, so I can promise you, it is not this bad in the rest of this episode. Okay, so they they they, they get better wig wig technology after the pilot. A better wig, but yeah. this wig in the first episode, it is sitting on her her head. Like yeah, is, the thing is, like, in my opinion, yeah, because her hair is not doing something so crazy they couldn't have just dyed her fucking hair. They could have just dyed her fucking hair. I don't, I don't know why they didn't use the actress's natural hair. Was she um, a redhead already? Look, her hair's probably brown because that actress is 30 in real life. So. I don't know. There are, there are redheads 30 and above. Okay. They, they did not invent those no. in the late 90s. When, well, okay, first of all, she's not a redhead, but I'm trying to think if she's like a blonde or a brunette. Okay. But if she's a blonde... Oh, then they could have just and she's slapped 30, the man in panic on that motherfucker. They like, could... Okay, no matter where her hair was, they could have slapped that man in panic on her. Right, but I mean, if it's blonde, they could have just slapped the man in panic oh, on her. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Br- brunette, they'd have to bleach it first. But that's yeah. a step that many women do every right. day in this very neighborhood. Again, because I, cause I've seen interviews and stuff, I know that her hair is blonde, like, right now. Okay. So, they could have manic panicked it. But, I don't know. Also, uh, if you're... this, Here's some, like, white person lore... No uh, phrenology. <laughs> White person lore, no phrenology. Right, okay. Um, if you're born blonde, your hair gets darker as you get older. That's for the, why for, so for many, the most part, That's yeah. why so many people are... That's part of why white women are really weird about being blonde. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm still young, I'm still blonde. Mm-hmm. But, bitch, you're not. Okay, right. look, no, I'm sorry. If you're over 35 and you're blonde, you're not blonde. I think it, de- I think it depends on your ethnic background. Cause, it, maybe. Because... You maybe know. if maybe if you're rocking like a hundred percent Scandi, right? You're still blonde and or at like, like forty, but like parts of Russia, yeah. You know, like I know some natural blondes. Like you can tell from their uh, fucking eyebrows. Yeah, you'd eyebrows and arm and hair, eyelashes, eyebrows, eyelashes, arm hair, leg yeah. hair if they have, mm-hmm. pit hair if they have. Pit, yeah, but like, I'm gonna tell you, most of them. Oh no, most most blondes the majority, are not blonde. The majority of blondes once they hit that. The majority yeah, of blondes, even decade? when they're young, are are bottle blondes. Oh, of course, of course. Which is fine. Who yeah. gives a shit? I don't Look, care. Do what you want to do. I think it's overrated as a brunette. Yeah, I, like I. I think who gives a shit? I like, think peroxide poisoning is real. Yeah. I think that's why Marjorie Green, Marjorie Taylor Green, is the way that she is. I think there are many reasons she is the way she is. <laughs> Maybe peroxide poisoning. I think we're gonna find out that peroxide is really bad for you and that's part of why like the older white women are the way they are if that you know because like you meet a woman that has been dyeing her hair for blonde specifically blonde for like 50 years she's nuts always she's nuts i cannot think of a counter argument yeah like i don't know shit about uh how any chemical other than, like, lead. Other than, like, the big boys that we yeah. all know about affects the brain. But, like, you know, that sounds fucking reasonable. Uh, Put it, putting, like, a chemical that you're not supposed to ingest on your head repeatedly for years. And a lot of these bitches, they be leaving on the um, manic panic way... Not the manic panic. The, like, the... They the leave on the bleach way longer than they should. Yeah. That being said, you're like, what about punks and the kids that like dye their hair all stupid colors? Those bitches always have mad roots. It's not going into the scalp. Well, but also look at uh, how a lot of the uh, older punks have turned. 
Lot That's of, true. Yeah, a lot look, of look, look at jo- Johnny Rotten talking about Trump. Not saying he was like a fucking brain genius before, okay, but like. But- Johnny Rotten did a butter commercial like ten years ago, and that's, that's when I stopped caring anything about anything he said. Yeah, but like, Jello Biafra still has his shit together. Brown hair, whole time. Yeah, yeah. Henry Rollins, you know, dark hair or bald, like you know, like Ian Mackay, shaving his head, even before his hairline started receding. So maybe it's good they didn't bleach this girl's hair to be Nami. Right, yeah. You know, now I'm talking I'm talking myself back into the wig. Right. I'm like, look. We we don't we don't want her to, you know, in 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 20 years start talking about how uh Emily Rudd, that's the Nami actress. You don't have to come on the pod cuz I can already say your last name. <laughs> okay. But if you want, you can. But we hang out. Yeah, come on the pod. She's doing a good job and it would be a shame to lose her brain to peroxide poisoning. That's right. <laughs> But she, Mine is a terrible thing to waste. She's really girl bossing in the mm-hmm. first step. She's really she steals a boat. That's a real girl boss move. Yeah, I mean she's definitely gaslighting and girl bossing. She's definitely gatekeeping. Gas- maybe. No, she's gate breaking. She's right. She's going in the gates. That's true. That's her main thing in this episode. That she's going to try to gatekeep uh, Luffy from the map, but you know the best laid plans of mice and men. So Matt Owens, who is one of the screenwriters for this episode. His big project that he did before this was Luke Cage, which is a Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... I'm. I, this isn't even the episode to really bring up the quips, but you can feel the Marvel influence. Okay. I think you can. Especially with... A little bit with Nami, but especially yeah. when Nami's like, this is fine, you know? Yeah. She's getting a little quippy. She's getting a little quippy with it. But honestly, it could have been way more... Also, you know what? Okay, if you are gonna adapt a comic book, why not go to why not go to what works? Okay. Yeah. If you know how to adapt a comic book in a way that is financially successful, right? Why not? Who am I to hate? That's true. Who am I to hate? I am a hater. I hate Marvel movies. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, like. But it's different because this is the comic that I like. And well, I didn't. I didn't grow up with Marvel. I grew up with Marvel, and here's the thing, right? So there's, you know, there's a saying like the opposite of love isn't hate; it's indifference. Mm-hmm. And I am indifferent to Marvel shit at this point. And I think that's, that's worse. actually how I feel. I'm much more indifferent than I am a hater. Like I think I think that's worse. Uh-huh. That like something that I used to love makes me feel nothing. Yeah, that honestly, that would have been the worst outcome for me if this One Piece. Now, okay, obviously, I didn't even ask what Stevie thought of it. I'm just like, you like it, right? I'm assuming everyone likes it, because I like it. No, if I hated it, I'd be like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Yeah. Although the logo's kind of too good for us to not. But, yeah. Um, and if I hated it, like, hating something, like I said, like, that's something you can talk about. You can talk about hating right, something. Right, that would, oh, that would it be... It made me feel nothing. That would actually probably be a really good podcast if you hated the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> can you hate the show? We'll see. Okay. I've only seen one episode. That's true. You, I could, you, I could, I could turn still, around on it. There is still time for you to hate it. And yeah. boy, do things happen in this show. I, yeah, I mean, so far, many, many uh, events have occurred. Um, Zoro gets crucified. It's very homoerotic. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. And his, uh, and his like, knockoff ball mans. Definitely. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about the pants. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get to it. I have a note that just said, what's going on with the pants in this episode? They got Zoro in some true religions. I no, I don't think they're true religions. I think they're knockoff ball mans. I think they're the H and M ball mans. Yeah, the H and M ball man collab. Not the collab, but like when H and M copied the ball man biker jeans. Yeah. Because I have, I have two pairs of ball. Let me see if I have. Ugh, okay. 
Yeah, I've got one piece right here. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to show you what... What his pants look like before? What his pants... No, his pants are just, like, plain black. This is... It's in black and white. There's no, um... Right, no. There's right. very little grayscale used in the uh, One Piece manga. Right. So, it's yeah. pretty simplistic. But on, on the fashion note, um... Helmeppo. Helmeppo, okay. So, he has, um... Pumas on. This guy, that's Helmeppo. Yeah, he's got Pumas on. Well, I mean, that's... See? He, he does it Muppet style in the comic, too. That's... Oh, wow, that's so true. See... I haven't, so I'm, uh, for visual context, I'm flipping through One Piece Volume 1, and um, Helmeppo really does unhinge his jaw. Yeah. But to be fair, this is a cartoon, so basically everyone does. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's wearing Pumas. Yeah. No one else is wearing, like, it's like him and uh, kind of, kind of Zoro are wearing, like, real world brands. Yeah. Um, like, it's a knockoff of a real world no. brand, but, like, it's it's still, like, that distinct style but like uh this is but a like spoiler this but like aleppo's fucking shoes have like the puma they're they are pumas yeah he got them at the mall yeah, <laughs> yeah he got like, them. he's the only one who like he's not the only one they put garp at air force ones. Oh, that's amazing <laughs> so yeah so he and garp go shopping together <laughs> yeah they like have a portal to the to the real world mm-hmm and they just stun on everybody. Like, oh, oh, you've never seen these before because they don't exist in our fictional world. Yeah. But, okay, so this is what I'm talking about when I say that the One Piece live action is sexier. This mm-hmm. is what the Zoro crucifixion scene looks like in the manga. Yeah. There's there's a lot less... It's just, it's just less sexy. Right. Because it comes from the mind of a straight man that isn't thinking... Right. Oh, this is... There's, like, an eroticism to this. Right. Um, it's, not, it's not like a BDSM element. It's just no. like it's just like uh, a, a literal like punitive. He's doing very literally. Yeah, which is again, look, nothing against straight men. I've got one on my pod. Right. Like, but it's it's very much a straight man's take versus like the the crucifixion scene in the um, it's live a little horny. action. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's kind of sexy. Yeah, it's it's a little horny. They and they're giving they're giving Zoro these fucking suggestive-ass lines. Yeah. Now, I also wonder, like, who's, um, who's doing camera mm-hmm. and who's doing uh, editing. Because that, that, that also is going to factor in. There to, like, are some girls and gays involved. That's yeah. all I'm telling somewhere, you. Somewhere, you know, uh, you know, in the, in the background, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did, like, a quick dive on, um, like, the, the screenwriters of this episode just to see. Right. Um, Obviously, they keep their social media very professional. And after like five yeah. minutes, I'm like, Katu, you're being a creep. You don't really need to know. Right. And they could also be like Baz Luhrmann style. <laughs> like the least obvious straight man in the history of cinema. Yeah. Well, Baz, Baz Luhrmann's Australian. They're, Look, I already, I already have, talked have about... Have you seen other Australian straight men? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. They, they have a little flair. Oh, find find a bogan and tell him to direct Romeo and Juliet. I don't think you're going to get, going to get that result. First of all, I don't think you could. But you know the real reason Baz Luhrmann movies look the way they do? His wife is the art director. Now that's definitely a big factor. His wife is the art director. Baz Luhrmann is not the one that is making the uh, all of the visual decisions. It is his wife. They are essentially a husband and wife team that makes the movies together, but his name is on it and hers mm-hmm. is not... That is fine. That's, but there's that's a lot fine. of direction choices as well. Oh, no, no. Like, the direction... Like, 
I don't want to say, he definitely has like a distinct direction style. Yeah. But I honestly think it's 50-50. The reason it's memorable is half because of the direction and half because of the art direction. Oh, 100%. Okay, we gotta speed this shit up. We gotta get to more of the gay shit. Alright, yeah. Um, We got the crucifixion scene. Mm -hmm. Zoro and Luffy meet. First of all, they all meet in the bar a Mm -hmm. little bit. Right. Um, Nami's trying to scam men. Love that for her. Keep gas like girl boss. Mm -hmm. Um, Luffy and Kobe are there on a date. Right. And Zoro is there drinking after he just, like, murdered someone. Right, who's there with him? Who's there with him? <laughs> which is still there. Again, it's terrifying. And then the little girl's not put off by it, which... Well, the bag's not open. It, yeah, but his head's poking out. Yeah, maybe she thinks it's a mannequin, or is just too short to see it. Who knows? Um, L- little, little kids can gloss over a lot of shit. That's true. There's a bunch of shit that I just didn't know was happening when I was a little kid. Yeah. So, um, I hope she's got her CBT workbooks ready in 10 years. Right. That's all I'll say about this little girl. Right. And, and for the record, we're talking about cognitive behavioral therapy for all you perverts out there. Yeah. Ex- yeah. No. Um, we're normal. We are we're, normal-ish. We're normal. We're normal about child actors. Yes. And, uh, but, I don't know. Luffy and it's a pretty good scene. Um, Luffy unties Zoro because he wants He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy. And, and then, Zoro's like, I'm not going to join his crowd. Luffy's like, okay. Yeah. And then the gayest scene in the entire show happens. Mm-hmm. We see Helmeppo mm-hmm. get butt-ass naked for no reason. He's in his room. He didn't know no one was coming in there. Okay. We see people who are not characters, real people, write, direct, and shoot a scene where Helmeppo gets butt-ass naked. Yes. And they did it for no reason. My, my because it's funnier? It is. I don't know. It is funny. But it's well, and also... Also, like, also, it leads to a little bit of a mislead, right? Yeah. It's a misdirect because um, he's like, please don't kill me. And Zoro says, I'm going to do something much worse. And because he's butt ass naked, you know the yeah. the 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 brain goes to um, you know so, a, a a dick chop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. He's gonna cut off his dick. Right. Mm. And then um, yeah, see, I thought of this because I'm uh, dude with a that, dick. No, it is. That's I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in ownership of a I dick. Tr- so. I truly didn't think about that. Right. I don't have that castration fear, you know. I don't have that fear. You know, I don't put myself in situations where it's going to come up. But it's like a Freudian thing. It's, it's, well, it's you know, in the back of your mind. Well, it's, so in, like, in the situation where I'm naking this guy with a sword saying, I'm going to do something worse to de- a, a than with, death to you. A guy with a sword whose sword you just stole. Right. Who fucking hates you. Right. Who says, I'm going to do something worse than killing you. Yeah. My first thought is going to be that. Yeah. If I was wearing clothes, maybe not, then I'd be like, I, mm. I don't know what it's going to be. What is it going to be? But like, when my dick's out. Yeah. And he's saying that. I'm like, well, today is going to be a, a very difficult day for me. Uh, but then we see him with the haircut, and it's like, ah, oh, okay. So yeah. he did not chop his penis so off. So Sarah, Sarah said watch, that scene felt like watching porn. <laughs> and I am with her. It kind of did feel like watching porn. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like, what are you doing, Zorro? Yeah. What are you going to do to me? Yeah, where do you put that third sword? What? Again, they made that joke, too. It is a massive tonal shift from the manga, just in how 
and how homoerotic that, that, that scene is. Yeah, I can see that. For no, for, why? They're like, all right, we're, we're doing this. Yeah. We're doing this for the girls and the gays. Right. Um, yeah. It looks like porn. It, it does look. This sh- oh, you're like this PG-13? This is rated P for porn? <laughs> The PG thirteen and the P is for penis. Yeah, the P is for Helmeppo's penis. Oh, the character. Oh, who's the who's the hottie from One Piece that everyone's gonna want to have? I I think. I know this is crazy, but I think if they get an episode, a season two, we're just gonna get a Helmeppo sex scene. Could be. We're just gonna get it. Especially if they go, if they really want to go Game of Thrones, they're gonna have them hang dong, you know. They do. They need to have like Helmeppo and um, I'm, I want. I don't. I don't think this is a major spoiler. I, they. They. Um. There's a lot of Helmeppo and Kobe in this that is not in the manga. Mm. And they make Helmeppo. Uh, they really build that relationship. So. Are they, is there like a uh, Aryan on Aryan, uh, sexing happening? Yeah, we're gonna see some like. Fully, ang- although we're gonna see some fully Anglo sex between yeah. um, Helmeppo and Kobe. Yeah. Co- the Kobe actor's Australian, so that is a purely Anglo man. And then the Helmeppo actor's British. So yeah, Anglo on Anglo sex. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's purely Anglo, because he, he, you know, yeah. he's, he's like a like a very handsome young man. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, he does, look, he does look fucked up, so he can't be purely Anglo. <laughs> right, his, his teeth are normal. Um, they could put braces on a British person. Can they? They can. Someone needs to tell the British that. They, well, not going to be me. We're not going to have a lot of British fans of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a lot of a lot of tweet responses about school shootings. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's true. You know what? I've already pissed off British people so much when I, like, on my Oh, TikTok. yeah. No, the British already don't like you. The British already don't like me. So yeah. I'm really just digging myself into... I'm either digging myself into a hole or I'm like, I'm already... I'm already out of here. Well, you know, I've I've, I've already like uh, casted my lot with the Irish. You have? I love the Irish. Minus uh, minus two. Oh, okay. Well, that, uh, for, two people in Ireland is like. Well, I mean, of, I'm saying of the ones I've met. I've not met all of Ireland. I've met no, most of them, but like no, not all like, of them. Ireland is uh so, so much smaller than America. Two people in Ireland is like thir- it's like pissing off thirty Americans. It's true. No, it's like because you have sixty Americans. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, like the 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 girl I was talking to you about who got mad at me for saying that I punched Nazis. I don't know what that was about. She was Irish. Yeah. You yeah, that was even weirder. Yeah, that is weird. That's honestly, they don't typically like that's those. an Anglo take. Right. That's an Anglo take. Um. I've already lost the English listeners. I don't want to lose the Irish listeners. That's true. Chuck you're a lot, guys. Look, all of the British Isles are great, and you should listen to this pod. Okay, now if you're calling Ireland part of the British Isles, you're going to lose the Irish right now. That was, that was, uh... Okay, fine. England and Scotland and Wales, listen to the pod. Yes. Ireland, um... Also listen to the pod. Also listen to the pod, and also... We're all looking forward to the Irish reunification of 2024, as predicted in Star Trek. Reunify. Yeah, Chuck Yard Law, guys. Anyway, so, uh... I got off track with the gay sex scene. Yeah, um, and the Irish. So, so uh, Nami. Uh, we are we are really being sexist. We have not talked about Nami. I know. I'm trying to, you know, uh, 
So be a, uh, be a good uh, ally here and to women. To to, you to, to try to be a good ally to like combative gingers. Yes. Um, Except for that one. Uh, <laughs> the one he's talking about is me. Depending on whether or not you consider me ginger. Uh, nope. I'm talking about the one you met the other night. Uh, Just doing a callback. Uh, yeah. So. So okay, so our gang, our little gang, our three-person gang, they get back together, hmm? and then they go out into the yard, and they're just knocking off Marines like NPCs. Yeah. This is what I call the video game effect, which is with okay, because again, like this part of the manga came out in '97, mm-hmm. and like fight choreography was different back then. It was. It was different, but there were, I mean, but like, Jackie Chan was around. It, yeah, but now I feel like... The jo- John Woo was game, making movies. The video game effect is on movies and TV shows. It's now just like with a fight scene where you're just whacking off NPCs. Yeah. That... The, the, the level of death versus knocking them the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. And they're, you're just knocking them out. You're not killing them. But I guess. I don't know. Are they killing them? I don't think they're killing them. I think some of them probably. Yeah, they. Otherwise, they would all have like an insane body count. All three of them. Yeah. Well, they might. In more ways than one. Well, not Luffy. Luffy. <laughs> Luffy, I think, has not had sex yet, and may never. He's. A, he's, got, a, he's got Riz. He's seventeen at the start of the show. Just, just for context. Right. Well, I hadn't had sex at seventeen, but some people have. Some people, yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm just saying the context. So yeah. he's seventeen. He's supposed to be seventeen at the start of the show. Yeah. I think they're sticking with how old the characters are in the manga, which I don't necessarily like because other than the Luffy actor, and I think the Usopp actor is young too, Hmm? like, um, but Kenya who plays Zoro is my age, we're born the same year, and then Nami Hmm? is 30. Cool. Yeah. So. Good to know. Look, I love. Love that. I love a 30 year old woman, but her too. But they keep their they keep her character as supposed to be eighteen, which yeah, that's not my take it's, away. It's a little stalker Channing. I that's think, all I think I'm no, say. I think I think that's a fair it's a fair thing. It's a little stalker Channing. I, and here's the thing, why you know this is going to make more sense to talk about in the Nami episodes where you get her like childhood flashbacks and stuff, right? Um, but cool fight scene. Mm-hmm. They steal a safe. We forgot to mention that. They steal a safe. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. They, you know, they grab it, and mm-hmm. it's got the map to the Grand Line. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty fun scene in it where they're rummaging around in... We love uh, a good rummage. We love a good rummage. They get to rummage around Captain Morgan's office, mm-hmm. which is full of, like, pictures of himself. He's got, like, a statue of himself holding his baby, which is crazy. Oh. He loves his, his he loves his son. He loves his son. He loves his alive gay son. He loves his alive gay son. Did we mention did we mention Captain Morgan's pants when we were having the pants talk? No. He is wearing zebra print pants. He's wearing zebra print pants. I'm gonna go look at the manga right now and see if that was in there, because I don't think it was. Probably not, but you know what? I think it suits him. Oh, I like it. I it's, think it's, it's a great choice. It's not I was gonna say it's not I uniform, think... but like I have not seen any other like captains. In, in the Marines of this universe. So oh, it like, could be. Like All the captains. regular Marines have fucking baseball caps on. Yeah. You know, they, they look, like they look, they, they look like, uh, like employees on a space yacht, but like, <laughs> that's kind of true. They do. 
But, um... Space Below Deck? They, I'd watch they that. Let, uh, they let the characters in One Piece get a little... Like, the captains. Marine captains can get a little funky with it. Right. Oh, no. He is kind of wearing zebra print pants. Oh, yeah. They're not exactly zebra print, but they are a print. Yeah, no. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, zebra print is not a wrong way to interpret that. Yeah. He's wearing some kind of a print. They got pants. a pattern. Yeah. He's, he's, I was truly expecting to open this and he would be wearing just like black Black pants. or white pants. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I was expecting. He's wearing khakis. I no, was going to expect wearing, him to be wearing, he's uh, wearing the, something normal. Uh, he's wearing the, the 80s style pants. What's the fucking name of that brand? Hammer pants? No, it's a brand. I don't know. I'm too young to know it off the top of my head, but it's in there somewhere. I'm also too young to know what, what you're talking about. But, uh, man, fucking excellent pants. Yeah. That's, that's my real review for episode one. Good pants, bad Nami wig. Good yeah. fight choreography. Solid. Good homosexual tension. Zubas. Zubas. Captain Morgan's got those Zubas on. Yeah. Captain Morgan's got the Zuba. Oh my god, that's exactly what his pants look like. Yeah. Wow. Man, yeah, Captain Morgan's got the Zubas. I'm still th- thinking that Zoro's got the true religion on. They look really true religion to me. I mean, it's the it's the the, the, the pleated knees, it's the the, the ball man yeah. uh, biker jeans, but like not official ball man. Like those are like AliExpress uh, yeah. knockoffs or H and M knockoffs. Sarah's but, got the AliExpress, AliExpress or true religion. Right. Luffy's got his jorts, classic. Luffy, yeah, Luffy got jorts. Luffy got jorts. Zoro has fall mans. Yeah. Nami. Uh, here's the thing. Fashion wise. This is the most boring Nami outfit. She's wearing, like, a white t-shirt. Well, because it's not important because the th- whole thing is for her to steal someone else's outfit. Yeah. You know. But otherwise, she's, like, she's, like, a, she's canonically into fashion. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll see Drip Queen Nami, she's, I'm sure. She's going to get a little dripped out. Uh, like, I would have liked to see her a little more dripped out, if I'm going to be honest. Um, although this is early in the series, they don't exactly have a lot of treasure yet, so. Right. Hopefully they uh, up the Nami trip in season two. Right, they can't get into the the uh, portal that uh, Helmapo has to to get <laughs> the Helmapo Garp portal to uh, to Soho well, to get to get like <laughs> to, get, to, to get to get real real to get uh, our world uh, brands. The thing is, though, um, if we're judging based on the world of One Piece, they have a fully modern fashion industry. Right, but it's a, it's it's not that I don't expect them to have modern fashion yeah. styles. It's specific brands that exist in our specific yeah. world. They got the they they travel to our world or no, they have like Okay, so in one piece. Okay. There are some like vague reli- uh allusions to Christianity that makes you think, okay, so this takes place in a totally different world. Do they have a Jesus? Or is this like way in the future? Is this like a water world type B? No. It's just a different world. Well, uh, that's that's what we thought watching Planet of the Apes <laughs> until the end. Okay, if the One Piece turns out to be like until they all got goddamned to hell. If the One Piece turns out to be like a video that proves that the world of One Piece is actually the real world, I will kill myself in front of Ichiro Oda. That would be such a stupid way to end this. The anime ends that way. If the live action ends that way, then oh, the live then, then you can just one, slap uh, whoever have- made that decision with a glove. We all know how the life action's gonna end. It's gonna get cancelled. It might be cancelled after this season. It might be cancelled after 
I I would be happy with three seasons. On I I, I think it depends on like how much it takes off. I mean, it's never gonna be a Stranger Things. They're, well, they're not gonna like milk it until we have like. You know, like, by the time that the strike ends, like, these kids are going to be, like, 25 playing, like, 15-year-olds. But, like, um... Zoro's 20... Zoro actor's 27, Nami actor's 30. But how how old is Zoro canonically? Zoro canonically is 19. Okay, I mean... 20... 20... How old are you again? I'm 27. 27 playing 19 for Hollywood is not weird. It's not that weird, actually. And... I, to be fair, I think Zoro is the one character that they actually did age up a little bit. Yeah. And also, like, you know, uh, a little bit in real life, but mostly, like, in media, like, the difference between 17 and 19 is, like, the 5'11 versus 6 feet memes. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. You know, Hollywood very much takes the you're an adult at 18 very literally. So seriously. So seriously. They're yeah. so real about that. Yeah. Um, Especially like now that they've started actually like making teenagers look like teenagers and not like thirty year olds. The thing is, this you know what this my whole like what what do I want from um, one Netflix One Piece season two? I'm gonna stop this right there because I I could go on about that forever. But what I did hear today mm-hmm. is that supposedly the script for season two is already written. Yeah, this whole mini-room bullshit. They probably did do a mini-room bullshit. They definitely they did were, one. They, they probably did if, a... If it's done already, yeah. they did a mini-room. Like, there's no way... But they, they must have done it, like, what, six months ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they did a mini-room six months ago. Yeah. Um, which means it's too late to hire us, unfortunately. Um, well, depends on how the strike goes. Depends on... Well, yeah. So, basically, the... Because then they would just reopen the room and have a real room. Yeah. The showrunner said he's waiting for the strike to end. Yeah. Um... And then, but Netflix hasn't confirmed a season two. Probably because Netflix is really worried about what the f- strike is going to do to their finances. And this show is insanely expensive. Yeah. I think they spent like $17 million per episode. I mean, that's not... It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's not that much compared to your Game of Thrones. Your I, I think it's more than Game of Thrones. I don't think so. It's... I, at least late season Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't know about season one, but um, like, I know they were spending like a cartoonish amount of money. This is a, this is a Googleable question. Right? Yeah. This is this is not like a. It's not like a radio show back in the day where like, this is live and also we can't look it up. Okay. Um. They spent seventeen point two seven million on this episode. Right. But Game of Thrones, how much they spent? Um. Uh, and yeah. Okay. Look, we're we're at like almost an hour fifteen. Yeah. Okay. We got and we got to get to the point of this. But not the point I usually go to. Shout out to the point in Montauk. Shout out to the point in Montauk. Look, yeah. we got to get here. They all do their little video game ass fight. Yep. I don't love that style of fight choreography, but I realize everyone plays too many video games now. I don't even play video games. I think they did a good job with it. Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job of it. And you know what? Seeing people, seeing like a group of people fight and they're all like back to back, that's always going to be cool. Right. We get to see Zoro put a sword in his mouth and they did get a little homo with it. They did. Got a little zesty with it. They got a little zesty with it. They got a little, um, 
They got they they did it sexual style. Right. I'll tell you what, one actor that is a hundred percent not gonna come on the pod, McKenyu, after the way we're talking about him. I mean, who knows? Who knows? He may, his character doesn't have a sense of humor, but he might. Yeah, yo, McKenyu, um, if you wanna prove that your character's not gonna come on the pod <laughs> I'll learn how to say your last name, which I actually don't know, so um yeah, I, I, I took four years of Japanese. I could probably say it, but I don't know what it is. No, I just don't know what it is. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's Japanese fair. is actually very easy to pronounce. That's true. It's, they have, it's, it's not, phonetic. Yeah, it's not like English where we go where we go like loosey goosey forever with, yeah. our, with our letters. We pronounce kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we get to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Luffy and his crew are taken off on a very back heavy ship. Yeah. Little, a, a very back heavy little boat. Yeah. Be, like a thick, fat ass boat. <laughs> The boat got a donk. Their boat's got a donk. Um, my my dad, who is a boomer, mm-hmm. uh, his take on the first episode is like that would not stay flat. It would be like it would definitely be at an angle because it's so bottom, it's so back heavy. And I'm like, right. that 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 is that is the you know of the physics the of the show thing. that is of the physics of the show that's the one thing that stands out. I know, and that but that is the most boomer take to be like, okay, let's talk about the. Let's talk about how this ship would float. The weight distribution of this boat. The weight distribution of this boat. And he doesn't know what's underneath. Maybe in the front, there's a counterweight. That would be so logical. Right? That would make so much sense if right. there was a counterweight. It's probably not, because who gives a shit? But, like, there could be. Yeah, who cares? Um, but you know what? We all get on the boat. Mm-hmm. We're all hanging. Vibing. Vibing. Kobe's, Luffy's like, come on, Kobe, we're headed out. Kobe's like, no. I'm going to join the Navy. Right. Which... Is very village people coded. Very village people coded. <laughs> a thought that many people in Kobe's position have had. Yeah, I mean he's been freed. He's been freed. And now he can do whatever he wants. At the at the start of the like larger uh, gay allegory that is One Piece live action season one, mm-hmm. this is the part where Kobe, the real main character, is like, okay, I got, I need to. I have been released from my abusive home situation. Right. What do I do? Obviously, I join the Navy. Right. So they leave. And that is the end of the episode. Except. Except I forgot something. You think it's over. Yeah. And then there's a... Uh, I don't remember if it's like a, a, a mid-credits or like if it's like right before the credits. It cuts to uh, the uh, fucking... Garp? No, the the pirate choker. Bug! Oh my god! Yes, we get to see the best character, Buggy D Clown. Buggy D Clown. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, he sent somebody. Who, by the way, they very strategically placed the Clown Joker's henchman clown in the bar with everybody, huh. and you recognize him because he's got a stupid ass haircut. Well, Why you recognize him because you know who he is. There's a lot of stupid ass haircuts in that right. bar. I also recognize it because I watched the episode three times. That that'll that'll. I watched it once by myself, and then again with Sarah, and again with Peter. Right. Because if there is somebody in my life, I am making them watch One Piece live action. Yeah. Yeah, but he comes back. He's like, "Look, they got the map. Ooh, what's gonna happen? The Clown Joker shows up. The Pirate Joker." Pirate Joker. Regular Joker's a clown. <laughs> <The> clown? <laughs> no, all Jokers are clown he's Jokers. He's still a clown. He is, I'm saying all Jokers are clown he is Jokers. A clown, you know 
but sometimes the Joker's not a clown, you know? Because sometimes you got the clowns to the left of you and the Joker's to the right. Oh, here I am. Yeah, and those are two separate groups. That's true. But the clown Joker. (laughs) 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 It's in my head now. Yeah. Man. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna save the Buggy D Clown talk for episode two. Wait, yeah. do, do you have anything to say about Buggy D Clown? Nope, because I don't know anything about him other than that he is the Pirate Joker. So, yeah, let's. Uh, we can end it here. Yep. All right. Um. So, uh, this has been One Pod episode one. Uh, we promised that we might get better audio equipment. Oh, we we might do that. We might do that. Also, um, here's some plugs. If you uh liked this and you like hearing me and stevie talk about nerd shit stevie has a batman podcast that, that's true i will finish that one day yeah we, but stevie, there's some episodes up on um the uh boys are back in dot town soundcloud you can find the link to that at boys are back in dot town go to boys are back in dot town for stevie's batman podcast i'm on a couple episodes mm-hmm. it's it's fun it's similar to this except the opposite because stevie's a like like a like a big batman fan and i'm kind of like new to it right and uh you know yeah we got an episode with uh with matt chrisman we have an episode with uh the loud boys uh you know may their may their pod rest in peace the loud boys r.i.p the loud boys are given a little bit of buggy d clown right yeah <laughs> they're kind of like a they they would we'll find out actually so yeah look uh so if you like that you can go check that out if you um like hearing me talk about nerd shit and you live in New York City specifically. Hey, what's up? Editing Katu here. I uh, just plugged the details for my show completely wrong. So uh, I am doing Geek Week at Soho Playhouse in New York City. That's going to be on September the 24th at 9 p.m., I'll be talking about anime. It'll be a fun time. Come through. And if you find yourself in the Hamptons, um, I have a Haitian food pop-up series. Uh, Details can be found uh, on the Instagram, which is at uh, Yotes, which is uh, Y-O-T-T-E-S-M-T-K. So that's Y-O-T-T-S-M-T-K. That is the uh, pop-up Instagram. And you know, if you show up, you can uh, talk to me about whatever. I, I talk a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.